Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me they've been in business for over 55 years serving not one not two not three four lex and dawn four generations of happy customers and now i'm one of them they were named best of the best for mercedes for 2018 and 2019 i mean it is really where as they say quality meets affordability the selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want so if you're gonna get a car don or lex sears imported autos where are they again lex sears imported autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in minnetonka more information at searsimports.com and when you walk into sears imported autos make sure you say you heard about them from jace good morning everyone and welcome to a special edition of jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and streaming on our my talk app i'm jason matheson along with alexis thompson don mcclain and kenny I've said this uh, a couple of times this morning, and I will say it again before we welcome our uh, our next guest. Uh, obviously, we are breaking, as we say, breaking format today. This isn't going to be a typical type of show, nor should it be. Um, if you are not in the market this morning for some blunt conversation, possibly some opinions you won't agree with, uh, I've never asked this of you before, but I will ask you now, uh, maybe come back and see us tomorrow. Or Monday. Um, if you choose to stay with us, we welcome you here and we welcome you into the conversation. And that brings us to our first guest. Uh, he's on the ground right now in Washington, D.C., and has uh, been covering uh, every major protest this year. He's the digital editor and a journalist from our sister station in Washington, D.C., the best news station in the country, WTOP. On the phone right now is Alejandro Alvarez. Good morning. Hi, uh, good morning. Morning. 
Alejandro, first of all, thank you. I know it's been a long day and a long night for you, so let me just first say thank you for joining us. And uh, I was reading one of your tweets, Alejandro, and I want to start here. Um, you, you said about 12 hours ago you were heading home. You needed to catch up and collect your thoughts. Mm-hmm. My first question is, now that you've had maybe a moment of two to collect your thoughts, talk to us about what yesterday was and what it should tell us about who we are. You know, whenever I cover these these protests, I've been doing this for ever since 2012 when I first arrived in D.C., you really only can witness on the ground what is happening directly in front of you, and then afterwards you, you begin to kind of catch up with everything that you missed and get a bigger a sense of the bigger picture, right? So I've been pouring through the last uh, few hours since I woke up after a much-needed rest uh, all the photos from within the Senate chambers and within the Capitol building itself of offices strewn with papers, hallways ransacked, uh, uh, damage in the area. And honestly, it's just become all the more shocking. Uh, this is really unprecedented, and I, I really have not witnessed or even imagined anything like this. And I think there are going to be a lot of questions, and there should be. Absolutely. A lot of questions going forward about how this happened, uh, the, the timeline with which it happened and why there wasn't a larger response on the part of capital law enforcement when this began to occur. Mm-hmm. Alejandro. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, Lex. Oh, yeah. I, Alejandro, I was reading your tweets as well. It says mm-hmm. that you have covered many peaceful sit-ins on Capitol Hill and you yep. tweeted out the video of the protesters initially coming into the building on that first floor, and you have seen far worse with reaction where people are just standing around and arresting. Yeah. Why do you think this situation in particular was was so different? You know, that's a great question, and I've kind of been running through possibilities in my head as to why the, the response on the part of Capitol Police was so different. Uh, Maybe it was because they expected the protesters to be uh, uh, armed or or it was the speed at which they were coming in. But, you know, compare this to to some of these peaceful protests as peaceful sit-ins that have covered over the last few years from topics ranging from uh, women's rights, uh, health care issues, uh, gun control. And oftentimes you would have sometimes hundreds of people uh, in in the halls of, of the Senate and House offices in Capitol Hill, mm. you know, basically just standing there and chanting, not, you know, trying to force their way anywhere in particular. Uh, and in every single occasion, the Capitol Police would surround them uh, within a span of a few minutes, contain the area, and arrest them one by one. We didn't see any of that yesterday. Uh, in fact, I, I believe that only around 50 people were arrested in the entire incident, not to say that there could be more arrests, uh, there couldn't be more arrests coming uh, uh, down the pipeline, but just the, the difference in scale is is staggering to me, and that's something really that we should be considering, um, uh, that I think lawmakers should be considering going forward. Yeah. From W, uh, from our sister station WTOP, uh, Alejandro Alvarez is our guest. Don, yeah, I have a question. I saw something uh, that you might be able uh, to shed some light on. I saw that some of the protesters had zip ties with them, and there were talks that in the they were planning to actually take people hostage and actually brought the resources to do that is that just a rumor that i've seen on social media or have you heard anything about that 
So, yeah, I didn't, I haven't witnessed any of that personally, uh, although there was a lot of that kind of rhetoric circulating uh, on these uh, far-right circles where uh, some of this planning was, was happening. Um, I, I can speak to what I did witness, which was that a lot of uh, people who were, were there when the Capitol was being stormed, when people were heading in through the doors, had uh, what I guess you could describe as crude weapons with them. That's to say uh, mm-hmm. flagpoles, sticks, uh, somebody even had a baton with them. Uh, and, and I can't say whether this was used or not in the end, but I did uh, witness and hear somebody near me at one point zapping what appeared to be a, a taser uh, mm-hmm. or stun gun-like instrument. Uh, you could hear the, the sort of electrical whizzing in the air. They had that with them, which is something that I've also witnessed people possessing in the previous two uh, pro-Trump uh, rallies that DC has seen in the last few months. So people were people came uh, ready for a fight, and uh, by all means, uh, that is exactly what happened. Right. There's been some comparisons uh, of this, and I wow, I really, when you look at what happened yesterday, there really are no mm-hmm. comparisons, but. Uh, you were you were present in Charlottesville as well. When you look at the Correct. two events, when you look at the two events, Alejandro, what comes to mind? What floats to the top uh, of your mind when you think of the two events in, in in comparison? You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about Charlottesville time and time again before I went out yesterday. Uh, and you know, I distinctly remember in the run up to Charlottesville. You know, reading a lot of, you know, similar rhetoric online, you know, news reports and, and social media posts saying, like, you know, something's going to go down. People are, are planning on, on getting real rough, right? And I kept thinking to myself, well, it can't be that bad. You know, like, maybe cooler heads will prevail in the end and larger scale violence will uh, will, will not materialize. Um, you know, and it did in Charlottesville. Um, and it did now. Um, you know, I, I think uh, in terms of the scale of the disaster, I, I think uh, what happened in the Capitol today was on the same level of severity, if not worse, than Charlottesville. I really do. And, you know, I, I think it's going to join those days of infamy in our history that are going to be discussed for years to come, uh, for years down the road. Yeah. That certainly you, will for me. Well, Alejandro, because you being right there, I know as a viewer, and I'm sure everyone listening knew, I was casually, I mean, I'm a, I'm a political wonk, but I was, ca- I casually had the proceedings on in the background. And I remember kind of drifting off into a nap. And then suddenly, uh, the anchors came back on and the tone changed. When you being there, when did you, what did you see and what did you watch when you knew something was changing that this was going yep. from from one to about fifteen. Yeah, so there was uh, there was one moment in particular um, when I, I kind of you know uh, thought that okay things are going downhill stuff is happening, uh, and that's when and this is one of the videos that I posted on my Twitter feed um, uh, when Trump uh, was still speaking uh, near the White House. At one point, people just this this massive wave of his supporters began proceeding from the White House area uh, down uh, east down to National Mall to the Capitol. And it was a lot of people, thousands and thousands of people uh, streaming down uh, Constitution, Independence and Pennsylvania avenues, which are the three major roadways that run through downtown D.C. Uh, and at that point, I'm like, huh, OK, something is going something's gathering at the Capitol. I'm going to go head over there and see what's happening. Now, at this point, you know, like my uh, my knowledge of what's happening outside of my media area is kind of limited. I, I, I tend not to dive into Twitter 
too much apart from what I'm posting, what I'm reporting, you know, just to maintain mm-hmm. awareness of my surroundings. So I go back um, towards the Capitol. I follow the crowd. And the moment it hits me that something insane is happening is when I hear explosions coming from the west front of the Capitol. And oh. these are uh, uh, riot control munitions. Uh, they're called flashbangs, concussion grenades. Um, and just the sound of those uh, those grenades exploding in front of that crowd just echoed between the Capitol building and the Smithsonian Museums on either side of the mall. It was it sounded like almost cannon fire. Uh, like there was obviously some kind of battle happening uh, on on the west steps of the Capitol. So I you know, worked my way in there uh, slowly because the crowd was extremely dense and a lot of mm-hmm. people just weren't moving. Uh, and, you know, as soon as you walked onto the Capitol grounds, and I've, I've experienced this several times before covering, uh, you know, a, a number of protests which uh, have turned violent, you know something has happened because the air feels like peppery. Uh, you know, it, it becomes hard to breathe. People begin coughing. Uh, your eyes begin to water, and that's a sign that there has been pepper spray you know, uh, riot control munitions, tear gas. And that continued, um, you know, with, with increase in intensity even for hours. And nobody moved, neither the police nor the mm. crowd. It was just a complete standstill wow. there. Wow, isn't that interesting how stuff's going down? Most people' instinct is to run away, and you have, for your job, you're running toward it. Did you at all yeah. feel afraid for your own safety? You know, yeah, you know, I'm going to be completely honest. It is a scary thing to be in because, you know, you're thinking both of, okay, how am I going to keep myself safe in this moment? And then you're also kind of, you know, running through, you know, hypotheticals in your head, like, how could this possibly get worse? And how am I like, going to uh, tell I mean, the story? Now we have hindsight, right? But, like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen when you're in that in situation. The moment. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and, and, you know, now it's emerging uh, now it's emerging that, you know, the police did find explosives in the area. Mm-hmm. I believe there was a freezer found with Molotov cocktails. So it was bad. It, it could have been even worse if those items had actually detonated. Absolutely. Have you guys talked at all about how you're going to cover the inauguration? Uh, my, well, you know, we'll cross the bridge when we come to it. Uh, yeah. I can tell you that I will personally be out there, uh, okay. you know, just like I have been for the previous two inaugurations. Yeah. Um, I... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, Kenny uh, has a question. Kenny? Uh, uh, good morning, Alejandro. Um, good morning. Uh, some things happened or developed overnight. Uh, four White House staffers resigned overnight. And then also overnight there was talk of uh, invoking the 25th Amendment. Do you see uh, any wheels behind that movement, or is that just social media uh, chatter? Alejandro? Uh, it's... Oh, there we go. We we lost you for a second. There we go. All right. Um, you know, I I I was shocked when I came back last night and I saw that just this whole list of running resignations, and I'm sure we're going to see more of them. Mm. Uh, uh, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know, coming from within the White House and within the government, uh, I, as, you know, in terms of the 25th, uh, it's, it doesn't surprise me that it's being discussed. Um, you know, I, I can't corroborate those reports myself. Um, but I, I think it is definitely worth monitoring, uh, although I'm not sure it's necessarily going to go anywhere. Right. Do you, you be, before we let you go, I, I, we were talking about how this, how this moment is different. This has been a running thread of our conversation this morning is how this conver- uh, how this moment is different, uh, than in other, uh, situations in the past. And, and I, I think the main culprit in my opinion, lies at the foot of misinformation and the fact mm-hmm. that we're living, that we are now working from two different realities. Can you, yeah. as, a, as a journalist, uh, before we let you go, can you speak to that and your opinion on that? And your well, view on that, I should say. Right. Uh, you know, and, and, and I'm saying this as I was looking, you know, before I got on the call with you, I was looking through my photos from yesterday because I have a lot of content to go through. And you know, and, and this is true for Charlottesville as well. Um, within these far right groups, you you have these um, it's sort of like this this express uh, expressing of what I guess you could describe as an online culture, right? Like there's you know memes, like they've incorporated that into their into their 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 actions, uh, into their their organizations, and all that. Um, so it's almost like the, the the misinformation, you know, has almost become a part of that culture, uh, and I think it very much drives that anger forward because you have this, you have people becoming locked into this, this sphere uh, where they only hear opinions, which do not directly challenge their own. Uh, And eventually, you know, uh, I, once you become locked into that kind of environment, you uh, begin to treat any sort of other uh, conflicting information as inherently wrong or malicious in some way. So I, I, you know, I think this has been bubbling up for years. Um, you know, and this is going to be a point of research going for, you know, coming for, you know, going stretching into the future for a long time uh, is, is how these corners of the Internet really fomented uh, this this anger until it boiled over into what we saw yesterday. Absolutely. But yesterday was not an isolated incident. You know, this stuff has been building up for a long time. Absolutely. Yes. You can draw a yeah. line. We, you know, after what you went through in your long night, to say we're grateful for your time this morning is an understatement. Thank you for being here. We greatly appreciate it. Hey, thanks it. for having me. Thank you. Alejandro Alvarez from our sister station, W, the great WTOP in Washington, D.C. We're going to take a break, everyone. We'll be back right after these words. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Don, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important. And if you don't like yours for whatever reason, 
it can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at hughes-dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com we're taking small <laughs> slivers of laughter whenever we can get it today and kenny mclean's provided a few alexis has provided and now kenny just did one hey we'll take it while we can have it i like your version kenny you should, you should do a remix uh-huh. That's right. Uh, Welcome back, everyone, to a special edition of our show. Uh, Again, having some conversations we normally don't have. And if it's not your cup of tea this morning, uh, I politely ask you to maybe join us on a different day. Meanwhile, uh, we're not going to be doing the Dirt Alert today. Elizabeth is here to join the conversation. But right now, Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News is here to get us caught up on all of the events in the overnight uh, and what we can expect today. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Wait, I hear him somewhere. Go ahead. I oh no. Okay. There we go. There we go. There's Matt. Hi, Matt. Good morning, Matt. There are so many people in this room in our minds right now that (laughs) we're all clamoring for the voice. Okay, so here we go. Uh, The very latest from overnight is in the early morning hours. Members of Congress did complete the important work that they had gathered yesterday to do. They certified the votes of the Electoral College early this morning. Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States, and he'll be sworn in on January 20th. And the president knew this morning, uh, issued a statement begrudgingly acknowledging his loss, uh, saying that he you know, doesn't, still believes he won the election, but he has acknowledged now that the facts are counting him out. He did not win the election. This, you know, this is his first time he's acknowledged it. I'm struggling to put it into words because I'm trying right. to find the right it way to do so that. Unbelievable. Correct. So he has, he has now acknowledged for the first time uh, that he did not win, although he, he, he pushed back against that still. Uh, and uh, he promised, this is the big piece, he promised an orderly transition on January 20th. And that is also the, the first time that we're hearing that. And, and I'll add, well, and not only that, but I'll add some editorial uh, editorial comment that Matt, as a journalist, cannot. That's 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 great. But then the last sentence is something to the effect of the fight continues, which is basically like apologizing and saying, but afterwards it negates everything you said before. So I, anyway, and, I'm, no, it's, yeah. I understand. Uh, we all, of course, watched in disbelief yesterday. This this unprecedented rioting that was happening and and there's a lot of conversation about that word and i am deliberately choosing to use the word rioting because we and we are now calling the them rioters who went into the capitol building and that's grounded in fact here because police did make 52 arrests um some people are wondering why there wasn't weren't more arrests but 
bats here nor there at this point. But th- those individuals will be charged with the crime of rioting. And so we are intentionally choosing to use that word now, rioting. Because uh, mm-hmm. there has been a conversation about that, too. Uh, and, and sadly here, four people died. And some of that's getting lost in, in all of what we need to talk about today. Four people died. A woman was yeah. shot and killed by Capitol Police there. And three others uh, died from medical emergencies. That's what law enforcement there is telling us as, as far as a reason for their death. So, the, so four people are dead after what happened in Washington yesterday. And, and there are big questions here going forward about, about security at the Capitol. And that's going to be unpacked for who knows how long. Because uh, so, many, so, so many people are wondering, how, first, this has got to be one of the most protected buildings in the country, if not the world. It should be. So how was this able to happen? Uh, you know, uh, members of both parties uh, calling for an investigation into, into that here this morning. And why were these protesters treated so differently than other protesters that we have watched on our television screens for the last 12 months? I literally, as we got ready to go to you, Matt, Mm -hmm. I would encourage all of you to go to Leslie Jones's Instagram if you want to feel the rage that we felt at the top of the broadcast. She posted a video of one of the one of the uh, security, one of the uh, Capitol Hill uh, police officers helping a woman down the stairs. One of the pro, t- one of the rioters helping gently helping her down the stairs. Uh, uh, outrage! Outrageous! Yeah, she, she would probably would have been dead. Uh, it, it just that video. Uh, and make sure you mute if you don't like cuss mm. words because Leslie Jones had a few things to say. Yeah. But gingerly helping her down the stairs. Uh, he's or at least the, 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 cop, the cop is, or I'm sorry, the Capitol Police officer is in riot gear. She's in full, full, you know, whatever, being gingerly helped down the stairs. I don't think that would have happened uh, to other protesters. Continue, Matt. I apologize. I'm still here. Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Did you want to take a break? We have a force break um, in a minute and a half. Okay, so we got a minute yep. and a half. Thank you. Yep. So. Uh, and the other point here this morning that I, I wanted to make sure that I touched on was was kind of where we go from here, right? And uh, you have members of both political parties uh, calling for, well, first of all, condemning the violence and the destruction that we saw yesterday. Republicans, many of them, distancing themselves from the president at this point. And some are calling for um, very strong measures here. With Remember, he's only in office for 13 more days. Uh, but some are calling for impeachment. Some are calling for invoking the 25th Amendment. And, I mean, I'm happy to try to answer some any questions you might have about both of those, because I think it's going to be talked about a lot in the days ahead. Our political analysts have said that that, that uh, it's unlikely, but, I mean, in these days, anything's possible. I mean, yeah. we, we have just braced for whatever could possibly happen. But, but for certainty here this morning, I think what everyone needs to remember as they wake up here is that overnight Congress did certify that vote by the Electoral College, and Joe Biden is the next president. There is no question about it at this point. Well, we appreciate you coming in, Matt. And uh, for more, go to kstp.com. Matt will uh, obviously be on all day on uh, 5 and 45. Thank you, Matt. And Elizabeth, uh, thank you. I'm sorry that we didn't do a dirt alert with you today, my love. No worries, Uh, friends. I'm back with you every day. Thanks. This is important stuff to talk about. Right. Absolutely. And you can watch uh, Elizabeth today. Uh, on uh, Twin Cities Live. So we just appreciate uh, everyone coming in today and what is just a 
uh, a very different kind of broadcast day. Um, and thanks to all of you listening uh, for being for being with us. We are going to take a break. Don't forget, if you can't listen to us live, listen to us streaming. You can download the MyTalk app wherever you get your apps. Uh, original shows as well, like Colleen and Bradley's um, um, uh Deep in the shallow. Thank you. It's been a day. It's been a day. We'll be back, everyone, right after this. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I've got something that'll make us all smile. Well, and I do, too. Uh, hashtag McLean does it again. Go, you go first. Welcome back, everyone. Go first, Kenny. I'm listening to WTOP based out of D.C. yesterday, and the temperatures, they, they do the weather forecast, and they warn about wind chill, wind chill factors near 30 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, my God. Among all the doom and gloom, they throw out that, and I was laughing my head off. It's so cute. (laughs) 30-degree wind chill. Wow. Well, okay, I'll see your WTOP story, and I will raise you McLean making me laugh again when we, I, um, so in, during that, during the end of that segment uh, with Matt and Elizabeth, I, I sent a text because I save all my texts. So ever, you know, I just go to the last text I sent somebody. So I meant to send, I meant to send Colin a text uh, about Dexter. Well, I inadvertently sent it to Dawn and Alexis in a little group text. <laughs> and I, I wrote, what's his deal? And Alexis thought I was talking about Matt Belanger. I was like, what are you talking and, about? <laughs> and I said, no, I said, <laughs> I said no. I meant to send that to Colin. It was about Dexter, and Don wrote, "Dexter is upset about the insurrection." <laughs> and then Don wrote, "Biggie is worried about seditious conspiracy." Oh, that's Code so twenty three eighty four. Yep. It's so funny you bring that up because Kate, uh, the lab that I've been sitting. Boy, did she protest yesterday. She ran away Uh on the lake twice. Oh, no. She she has lost her off-leash privileges for a couple of days. She was a naughty, naughty girl yesterday. She wants to run free. The thing is, she's deaf, so she can't hear me when I yell at at, at her, you know, when she's way off in the distance, you know, so going, Kate, Kate, that's worthless. But she's trained to the point where she'll look at you, and you can either... Clap your hands, pat your knee, or actually you can give her the come here with your arm, you know, wave her over, and she <laughs> always obeys. Not yesterday. She looked oh. at me and said, nope, and ran the other way. <gasps> wow. She was naughty. Oh. So naughty. What, what is she what trying to she do? she wasn't deaf? Oh, my goodness. Uh, she was trying to sniff stuff, Dawn. That's oh, her okay. deal. She but likes she sniffing likes stuff. sniff stuff. Okay. Yeah. Running yeah. yeah. free. I'm not going to yep. make a joke, but yeah. Gonna, <laughs> Much good. like her uh, babysitter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you're probably, you know, it's funny. At the same time, you're like naughty, but you kind of admire it, too, right? You're like, good. Well, all right. I kind of want to do that right now. Yeah, you're me too. Free. Yeah, me, me in my twenties. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to sniff something. Yeah. Um, oh. Well, to, I'm kidding. Uh, oh no, I know. To, I just... to, to, to continue this moment of levity. Speaking of, of babysitting and dogs, uh, you know, Big and Dexter get spoiled uh, when they have babysitters. You know, when they're with Dawn. 
Dawn gives them treats whenever oh, they want. Yeah. Um, Dawn, I do. Yeah. Auntie Dawn spoils them. I give uh, them more food. Yes. I mean, yeah, Vicky Dex- doesn't really care, but Dexter's like, I get oh. another half a scoop. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dawn <laughs> spoils them when they go to my mother in law's. It's Harry Carey. I mean, Dexter, if Dexter wanted to be put on the mortgage of the house, Dexter would, or on the, 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 the property, Dexter would get that. Dexter can do whatever he wants when he's with Grandma. Uh, my mother spoils him. Well, Q, uh, my assistant Quinn, was house-sitting and dog-sitting this time. And there's another level of spoiling that that they get with him that they now expect us to do. And it's like when Dawn, oh. you know, like when we get back and, you know, Dexter's, <laughs> when, when Dawn babysits them, and then I come back, Dexter's looking at me like, bitch, where's that other scoop? I like, just went to the, the bathroom. Yeah. I don't get a treat every time. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess um, after every potty trip, Quinn has been walking them, like taking them on because... Quinn's athletic. <laughs> Quinn likes to. Quinn's a skier. He likes to be outside in the winter. So he's been taking them on like huge walks after every bathroom trip. Girl, what please. The hell? I don't do that. No, the, the gays <laughs> don't do that. We do not. So Colin said the first day we got back, he took Biggie and Dexter out potty, and then Biggie peed real quick, and then like took off in the other direction like come on we're going for our walk and colin's like what are you doing we're not doing that we shan't be walking in the winter like i don't i don't know what q did but this is daddy and daddy doesn't do any of that you you hurry up pee faster and get your furry ass back in the house we're not doing no walk Uh let let the 22 year old do that we ain't doing that so it was so still like yesterday i took biggie out i took them both out dexter doesn't really care about the walks but biggie Oh, Biggie to sinks every every potty trip now is a walk trip. I'm like, no, call Q, see if he'll walk you. <laughs> yeah, we're walking that. back in the house. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's where we're walking, Biggie. Two steps back into the condo. That's where Dad is walking. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh, cuties. We need needed this little moment of. We needed one segment where we could laugh just a little I, bit today. I've taken Thank them. For I took them down babies. the road a little bit once, and I was just honestly like Dexter's so skittish. He I was is. just too afraid that he was just stressed out yeah. from the whole experience. I'm like the cars, the people. Like yes. he's just trying to protect everyone, and he it just stresses him out. So I'm like, okay, we shan't be doing that again. No, no. <laughs> he's a tender little. That's why I've said it six, seven times here. When people are afraid of him, like if people don't know Dex, and he's a boxer, if you're new to the show, I have a boxer and a French bulldog. Um, uh, when people, uh, new neighbors are like, oh, and they freak out seeing him, I, I always laugh because I'm thinking, if you only knew this dog, he's afraid of everything, like ladders and boxes and everything he's skittish about. And I'm like, you don't have to be worried. If there's one dog you don't need to be worried about, it's Dexter. He's he's not going to do anything to you. Now, Biggie will just lick you to death. But, uh, yeah. Cute. <laughs> oh, Biggie. Oh, we always yeah. tell him, Biggie, we don't want the lickings. No lickings, Biggie. Stop. Yeah, he That's, does yeah. like to continuously lick. Constantly. Constantly. Little fat sausage. Uh, Until he farts and falls asleep and then wakes himself <laughs> up by farting again. 
Jeez, you just <laughs> described me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're sharing dog stories, something yeah. funny happened yesterday, and I have to do this today, so I'm wondering how I'm going to do this. Our dogs went to the vet and had some tests done because they're, they're getting the old man old dog tests right now and luckily everything came back negative which is what you want so that's good and then right at the end of the conversation the guy goes oh and by the way uh we also will need that urine sample from packy oh what and i go oh okay great and i just hung up Uh, because i thought okay great no well he had to call back because he forgot to tell us ricky's results and i go oh i'm really glad you called back because how do we exactly do that? Are we chasing around with the buckets, or uh, do we just... Uh, <laughs> oh, God, I don't even want to know how. Yeah, so today I'll be chasing my dog around oh, no. in the yard with a bowl oh. or a bucket to, to oh, take no, a no, urine sample. Lex, Lex, Lex well, how else am I supposed to do it? To, hand it to Onhill, let him, him fill it up. Send it over. Oh, oh, that They might be able to tell it's a human. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Looks good. Tastes fine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, that was funny. You even bring that up, too. Then on hell at that point was like, well, let me just take over here. Okay, so I got to do this. Okay, um, do I taste it? <laughs> and he said it straight faced, and then the guy was like, he started laughing. He's like, "Of course, I'm kidding." You know, he's just trying to find. Because how ridiculous is it? We're talking. How do we get a urine sample from our dog? Do we just that go, hey, sit, no, it, release yeah. the stream? Oh, no. Let's go. I've, ne- yeah. I have never heard of that, Lex. Release That's yeah. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No. We'll no, 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 no. And then I thought, yeah. well, do I put like a do I tie a bag around his waist? <laughs> and then oh it's collected. Oh my gosh! Oh, no, yeah. don't. Yeah. Got, and then he tries to. That might be like what kind of bag? Like a Target Lex. bag? Yeah, Lex. I'm thinking maybe that. If you a do that, Lex, bag? Please, please take a video. Take a video. Uh, please, I beg you. We, the the world needs it right now, Lex. We need something to laugh at. I really need you trying uh, trying to tie a pee bag around the waist of your dog. If you love your country, Lex, you will. If you want to help the healing. Please do that for us today, Lex. I will do, do my best America, to try to get Lex? that. You're going to do this for America today, Lex. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will do my best to try to collect that urine sample in the bag and capture it. On the- <laughs> Look at that. Wow. You got an eagle that just flies. an eagle. Where is it a hawk? Lex. America needs this video. So, I mean, come on. Okay. All right. I'll do my best. Uh, I just good. can't believe it. I've thought, wow, we've never had to take a urine sample. <laughs> and, and then he also said, well, luckily it's a boy because it's harder with the girls. I'm thinking, okay. Oh, what? Okay. Can you imagine no. having to take a urine sample for Kate right now, Kenny? Uh, I'm so mad at Kate. I've been calling her Catherine. Oh, yeah, my mom would call me Kenneth. <laughs> Kenneth, you get over here. I'm, I'm the same way with Catherine. Oh. Well, this was my favorite segment of the day, so there we go. Um, We needed this. 8.43, we'll be back to wrap things up right after this. Kenny's favorite song, bringing us back as we wrap up a special edition of our show. Sorry, Kenny. Sorry, not sorry. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's perfect. Dawn, it couldn't... I I hate it too, but I've been beaten into submission by music radio for... I know. I was for 25 years, so I'm like, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I did too. But it's just perfect, you know. I mean, we had our 
Lex uh, dog urine segment right there, which we needed. And now we have this. It's a perfect end to uh, uh, a very different show. Yeah, a very different show and obviously a very different 24 hours. Um, May we laugh one more time? uh, Because obviously Donna and Steve will reset. um, And I'm sure all the shows today on my talk will be um, shades different than what you're used to. Uh, but having been on the air since 6 a.m., I think, uh, and if you've been with us, we all need just a moment, and I think that's all right. I, I we've we've criticized and uh, politicians all morning. Now I'm just going to have a little fun at one's expense because we just need a laugh. Right before the <laughs> right before the chaos started, one of the objectors is a politician from Louisiana, Steve Scalise. If his name sounds familiar, Steve was one. He was the gentleman that was shot on the playground that we were on the air for. Remember that, Lex and Dawn? Um, Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, Mr. Scalise was one of the first objectors to the, uh, the certification yesterday. I know this because I had not fallen asleep yet from my nap. I was getting ready to, and as I told our guest earlier, I was watching the proceedings uh, with mild interest, uh, just because you know it's, it was going to go on for hours. Allegedly, well, it was planned to. Mm-hmm. So he gets up there to speak, and I'm immediate. <laughs> I'm immediately distracted by the by his mask. Did anybody else see this? And if you did, you're currently laughing at the radio. If you I didn't Google see his mask. Oh my goodness. I watched he, most of he, it. He had a mask on that like wrapped around his neck as well. And I'm not gonna describe this right, but it was an American flag mask. But then there was like Velcro that went under his ears and and wrapped like underneath his neck. So it and it oh it kept sliding down. As he was objecting, which right there made you not take his word seriously, because all you kept watching was him every four seconds pulling the mask back up. But I'm not kidding. It looked like a stripper's thong because of the strap. It looked like he had underwear like on his face because of that back strap, because of that neck strap. It's so distracting. It, oh God! If you I guys see a picture Google now, it, oh God! Oh my it is so, God. Oh God! And it looked like he had underwear on. Like you'd think with I'm, that much coverage, it would oh, stay in place. I, that neck thing is what did it for him. Like if you just had it, I've never seen a mask that wraps around the back of your neck. But he he kept pulling it up, and it made it worse. And I'm dying. Like I'm sitting trying to have some lunch and I'm looking and I'm pulling back up. And then I think it was Trevor Noah that said it looked like, you know, a bathing suit bottom. <laughs> then once I got that in my head, I couldn't. That's what you thought I about. didn't. Oh, that's all I thought about was like a thong or like, you know, granted, it looked like. Yeah. The bottom of a patriotic bathing suit that you would wear on the 4th of July. And sagging. Oh God! Oh, Phil Jones just sent me a picture. It's the, but it's really the video. You have to see it in motion because that's what just. Oh God! Because it's also the material. The material. It wasn't like cloth. It was shiny, so it did look like a bathing. (laughs) Like a bathing suit bottom. 
And then all hell broke loose. But, you know, before that, um, that was the biggest thing happening was <laughs> to a politician having what looked like a bathing suit on his head. Anyway, there we go. A it's just moment. amazing to me as we're watching this that it still goes down the way that it is. Not only in this time that they all have to be there, but also just how long it takes. Oh. I know it's part of the democracy, but it's just, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. It's like a B. Arthur meeting times four. <laughs> Right. Mm. And the formalities of I, you know, I yield my time and back yeah. and forth and calling everyone's name and voting and. Could we you imagine if my talk, would we? No, no. Could you, could you imagine if my talk meetings had to have like uh, you, you yield time? Like I yield my four minutes to Dawn. Dawn, <laughs> right? And I go. I don't have four minutes either. I yield my time. Right. Can we get out of here? I yield, it. I yield it to Lori. Oh, wait, Lori's not here. I yield it to Julia. Oh, wait, Julia's not here. And heaven forbid we are behind someone who's speaking. You saw Mitt Romney and the kind of death stares that he was oh, giving. Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Missouri, yeah. Can you guys imagine if we were back? I mean, we, we might not even feel it, but we'd probably fall asleep or oh. have weird facial expressions the whole oh. time. Well, you know me, you, Lex, you used oh. to bust me. I'll never, Lex busted me years ago. Lex, do you remember this conversation? Yes. I was hosting The Buzz uh, back <laughs> in the day. And I'll just be blunt. I'll, I've I've hid this over the years. I've been, Alex was driving, I'm just going to say it. Alex was driving me crazy one day. And I, I sat, my position on the set was I was right next to her. And I cut her like a side eye. And <laughs> I, I work with Lex and Lex Lex looks at me not no hi no how are you Lex goes girl you need to hide your face you need to hide and then you start laughing you're like you need to check yourself because it was real obvious it was you, on you too you were not like an Alex that day I go what are you talking about you're like stop it your face Jace you're on TV yeah <laughs> Floor, we would just oh we would die that, no. oh we'd be so oh. guilty of that all the time i would move to adjourn every single time i had an opportunity <laughs> yeah. yes single time. kenny has every... left this conversation that's right <laughs> yeah, my favorite do. text from kenny yeah <laughs> yes. uh my talkers thank you for being with us today whether you agreed with all or some of our opinions or or you didn't we just appreciate you uh being with us on this extraordinary day. Uh, thank you. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Yeah, you're the best in the world. You be you. Have a great day and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye, friends. Oh, baby, any day that you're gone away It's a beautiful day